0: Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music matters
1: happy new year you're listening to the best of the jason manford show please don't text in because it will be a waste of money sarah millican's here hello the one and only
0: i'm awake now that's good isn't it yes your Finally eyes are open in. i know i just came in just just dark shades on just don't talk to me go
1: away <laughs> Slippers. <laughs> slippers on and everything love it hi jason and sarah i bought my hubby a holiday for christmas what's a good
0: what? one. On his own? Well, she goes on. Uh,
1: but this is also an anniversary and birthday present for the next ten years.
0: Wow, that's one hell of a holiday, good isn't work,
1: it? Good work, Sue. Good work.
0: <laughs> it must be a great holiday.
1: Yeah, like if my wife said to me, what do you want? Genuinely, I'd say, a holiday. And she'd be like, oh great, where are we going? I'd say, well, that's the thing. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure where you're off to, but I'm yeah. going X, Y, and Z. So
1: that's yeah. so funny. A friend of mine, there's a, so the the big game that came out this year was a game called Red Dead Redemption. It was a big sort of cowboy game on the PlayStation Oh, stuff. right,
0: like a computer game. A
1: computer game, yeah, not like that. Like a, an,
0: on an Atari, would it Yeah, be? it's on, a, on, on the brand on new... On a ZX Spectrum Plus. It's on the,
1: yeah, it's on yeah. the Amstrad CPC yeah. 464, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's come out. brand new, and a uh, little joystick <laughs> and everything. And a friend of mine genuinely said at Christmas, before I go, I like the game... And a week off my duties as a dad and a husband. You can't
0: get that. That's a tough that, that was there. You can't ask for time off from your responsibility. <laughs> well, that's what he wanted.
1: He was I like, well. She said no. I think she did, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Well, when does
0: she get who? Week off.
1: I mean, this That's is... That's like
0: a- when dads say they're babysitting for their own kids. It's all <laughs> yeah, wrong,
1: isn't it? So it really it? is it's wrong. It's really wrong. <laughs> yeah. You I'd, mean- like
0: a week off. I'd like to turn back time and not have had children. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. it means.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, got, you're not babysitting your own kids. That nope. is definitely... There's a lot of mistakes we make as fellas sometimes. Yeah. The worst one I've I did, and this is... And I feel like I'm quite a progressive bloke, but yet I still...
0: What did you do, Jason? Oh, my God.
1: So this was when my daughter was uh, about six months right. and um, we were in polite company with some uh, pals and they said, um, how's she sleeping? And I said, right through, absolute dream. And my wife went, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're sleeping. <laughs> She's waking up every oh couple of hours but Because I don't you breastfeed. Had no idea. Yeah, I was fast asleep.
0: Well, see, I think your wife's doing a disservice there because she should have been telling you, at least when you woke up in the morning. Yes. Five times I've been up. Yeah. <laughs> she should have been telling you all of that. <laughs> yeah, the, she could have got a lot of moaning out. I think the, that would have been really good. The
1: tiredness competition between couples that you often have with kids. I'm tired. Well, I see you're tired <laughs> and I raise you my tired. Are you
0: the same? In our family, if you're not the most tired... Oh, Then you're not tired There's no tired. No (laughs) second place tired.
1: No. Top tired or not tired. Top tired
0: tired or not tired. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio.
2: Where real music matters.
1: We've got Sarah Millican here. Hello.
0: Hello. Still here? Still here.
1: In your slippers? I
0: know, they're really comfy. I love that. I, I wondered if I was to be too relaxed and I might have a little doze in the songs, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> my I some, really warm. I sometimes have a little
1: nod <laughs> off, depending on who it is. <laughs> well, uh, now, I sent you a little um, message the other day because uh, I had a very funny complaint <laughs> at one yes. of my gigs. And uh, I, I like to sort of single these out. Um, so I was... Uh, well, last night I was at Cardiff Arena and I, I popped yeah. out uh, early on when the, when the audience were coming in because they they, they're they going in from six o'clock and the show doesn't start till half seven. So I snuck out in a hat and went to the Christmas markets. It
0: was
1: <laughs> <lovely>. <laughs> and I had a little cheeky hot chocolate and, a, uh, um, uh, you know, a sausage. Nice. And uh, that was fun. And, uh, and obviously a lot of the audiences are going to the Christmas markets and then coming to the gig. Right. So I was at the Manchester Arena on Friday night.
0: Nice.
1: And somebody so met... did you
0: go and see? Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> and
1: so I... Um, oh, I was throwing me that now. I was expecting <laughs> you to be nasty. Oh, you weren't
0: expecting me to be horrible, were you? I thought
1: that was safe for other people. But I
0: thought
1: that was oh, our thing.
0: You've got every now and again, I've got to be mean. No, you're this right. That's fine. I'm fine with
1: that. Um, so people sometimes message me questions or complaints that I have, that are not in my power. Yes. As the act, as the they, comic. Just on
0: social media. Because I once had somebody shout out that there wasn't enough toilet rolls in the ladies lose. <laughs> it like in the after the, <laughs> the interval. And I was like, I'm not sure this is my That's, area. I'll bring
1: you up in our post show <laughs> meeting with the management. But I can't do anything right now. Yeah, it is odd the sort of I've had a few Because I this is not even a thing. Like most acts close the bar while they're on stage. Of
0: course, yeah. But
1: because I said it out loud, oh by the way, the the bar's close while I'm on stage. I got a lot of stuff on which we're on about, like I'm some sort of diva, like for having the bar clubs. like No, that's that's standard.
0: But well, you're not doing stand-up in the corner of a pub. I'm this is like, like no, a proper tw- People I'm have got a ticket, they've had yeah. it for months.
1: We're already aware, even after 20 years of stand-up, that we are a byproduct of people going out for a drink. <laughs> we don't need to see it. Right I'm not sure places. my audience
0: are drinkers. No, I don't think they mine are, They kick off really. when the ice cream runs out. <laughs> <laughs> that's my crowd. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. But I got this message on um, on Twitter the other day. Jason... This is from Joanne. I won't say her surname. Joanne says, totally, totally ridiculous. They said the 10,000 people are coming into this arena. Totally are you, who ridiculous. are you going to see
0: again?
1: Oh, you. <laughs> let's, let's just turn your microphone down. <laughs> <laughs> totally ridiculous. Mm. That our Christmas shopping has been confiscated <gasps> on the way in. No. So they've been Christmas shopping...
0: Right. But and arenas are really tight on security, course they as they are, should
1: as be. As they have to be. Yes, of yeah. course. Uh, what do you think was in a Christmas shopping? Here we go. Are you ready for this? Sausages.
0: <laughs>
1: but sausages, Jason. Please tell me it's wrong. I did not tell her it was wrong. Because I think I think that's okay for, if, if that's the rules that you have Why? to have your Yeah. I don't know what the rules are about.
0: But, what, but they were going to be in. out of the fridge for so long. Yeah, the show's a long show. Yeah.
1: She also put, This is how we're treated on the way into the Manchester Evening News Arena, or wherever it's called, the Manchester Arena. And we're two nurses. <laughs>
0: Like, nurses, that should be a blanket rule. <laughs> nurses are allowed to carry sausages wherever they want. I might make it for, for the next tour.
1: Whatever, if you want a sausage, you have to work for the NHS. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to prove point. it as
0: well. You've got to come in your uniform, yeah. yes. sausages in a bag.
1: I want to see your little nurse's upside-down clock <laughs> yes. attached yes. to a sausage.
0: <laughs> but didn't she also say that they were for Christmas presents? Oh,
1: yes, she did say. You forgot <laughs> to mention Sorry, this? I didn't mention that. Which I
0: it. think is quite key, <laughs> yes. because I once bought my husband, for a very early Valentine's Day, a bag of meat <laughs> <laughs> and he was so thrilled. thrilled it had chops it. and steak and such in. It was. Yeah. Def- I think. I don't think I've bettered it in no. twelve years together. Well,
1: I f- the reason I forgot to mention that was because those first two messages I just read out were on Twitter. Right. But she also contact- contacted me on Facebook. <laughs> And Just said, in case you haven't seen it. In case you <laughs> haven't seen it. 35 minutes into the show, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. right.
0: She's still on her phone. Still I thinking mean, about her sausages. Yeah.
1: Here tonight, and our sausages have been classed as contraband. Contra- £20, <laughs> £20 of sausages for Christmas Tw- presents. Twen-
0: Help. <sighs> £20 worth of sausages. 20? That's a lot of <laughs> sausages, isn't it?
1: Everyone was getting sausages that year. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's all of our, that was all of a shopman done in one go. <laughs> do you think they were fancy German sausages? I or do you think, think they were just like pork sausages? No, I
1: think they, she went for it. I think I think what she's done is she's taken just surprise me to an unbelievable <laughs> level. <laughs> Chris Ramsey is on the show so you're going on tour uh, and what sort of stuff are you going to be talking about? So the tour is basically um, I was going to call it Chris Ramsey's Guide to Life and Death Mm -hmm. but you know yourself you put death in the title people are a bit weird about it. Um, That doesn't sound like a great night out on a Friday does it? It doesn't does it exactly Um, so I'm just happy to get the house they're happy to get the house to come and watch it so that was the tour name that I went for but it's it's like life advice Mm. that I want to give me son it's basically. Okay. Uh, that's what I've used. The, the the two I sort of pins that on. Yeah. And it was I went for I had to do a will. Oh. I do a will. Yeah, and there. it was. It's weird, isn't it? Just grim. Yeah. Your Wife's idea. Two yeah, of key, course, two key, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, came it. Yeah, she has been undercooking me chicken since. Um, <laughs> I can text us while I'm driving. The will thing is weird, though, isn't it? As it a young, especially as a young person. Day. It was the worst day. My one was. I remember they actually came round to the house. This was in my first marriage, and I only had the twins. And I remember she sat me down. And my wife was there at the time, and she said, "Okay, so if uh, if you die, where would you want your money in your house and your savings and all?" I said, um, "Oh, well, just to my wife and my two daughters, you know, and all." And uh, if um, if you and your wife both die, that's the next question. You yeah. go and you are like oh god like it sticks yeah. in your throat but you're like oh um yeah i don't really thought this so well yeah i guess it'd go in some sort of trust and um, yeah. and then my brother i suppose would have the the girls and you know that that'd be that and then there's a pause and she went and if all uh, if you all oh. if you all perish you know and i was like i think i'd like some of my money spent on some sort of inquiry <laughs> into how a family of four have been wiped off the face of the planet uh, can i put that in <laughs>
2: Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music
1: matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, this is what happened at the uh, Alton Towers this week. All having a lovely time. We're all in the queue for uh, Congo River Rapids. We're right at the front. We're ready. Two people come down the Fastpass <gasps> queue, right, and join them. Like they've been saving a space for them in what? the queue. Yeah, I know. I'm, I can see by yours and Producer Joe's open mouths, you're equally aghast. Yeah. This country gets a lot of things wrong, okay? But when it comes to queuing. We're number one. We're number one in the Well, not number one in the queue. We're about five back. <laughs> Apologising. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, no, after you. <laughs> you can't save a space to somebody in the queue. No. You can't do it. Either stand in the queue for the Congo River Rapids or you ain't going on, mate. Exactly. So the staff, God bless them. Sorry, queue jumping. And he's gone, no, they saved me a space. Nah, mate. Not happening. Not happening. Right? There was a standoff, Mexican standoff, between these two staff member and this guy. No, I'm not leaving. And they're going, well, you're not getting on the ride, pal. So it was already a British moment, arguing about the queue. Then it went to the next level of Britishness, right? The whole crowd, and I'm talking the whole queue, there's 150, 200, maybe 300 people in this queue, all going round the river, start chanting, Throw him off, throw him <laughs> off, throw him off, throw him off. It was
3: amazing. It was amazing. You should and have picked him up and like <laughs> passed him back to yeah. the back of the queue.
1: <laughs> and obviously the staff, geared on by the, the momentum of the audience, they've gone, no, we're not good off, you're off. And then the, the guy in the box, because he can be braver, can't he? Because yeah. he's up in the box. No one's going to clock him one in the chin. <laughs> Uh, this ride is temporarily uh, not in use oh. until this member of the public has left the ride for pushing in. What a and hero! And he's giving it. This saved me a space. <laughs> it's like this is not a thing, mate. It's not a thing. No. And it was, security will be called. You'll be you'll be you'll be thrown out of the park. They said. So they've obviously gone. Well, we're not we don't want to lose our whole day. So they've left. And at the moment of them leaving, the whole crowd again. Yes. <laughs> It was unbelievable. It was the most British thing I've ever, ever witnessed in my life. It made me feel proud.
3: Is that the British version of Gladiator. It was.
0: Get
2: out. Get (laughs) out. Throw him up. Throw him up.
0: Jason.
2: Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real
4: music matters. Rob Brydon. The man, the myth, the legend. Is here. just sitting like an ordinary human being. Just sat here. Not yes. even an entourage. It's
1: incredible. One it? PR person. Yeah. Just,
4: that's it. Yeah, and she's not allowed to speak. So you really are <laughs> just stuck with me. You look well. Can I just Thank say, you. the listener can't see. Jason is wearing some sort of dark grey shorts mm. and a pale blue t shirt with a logo. Look like a nine year old <laughs> who's been dressed by his parents in (laughs) Portugal on holiday in a T-shirt bought from the resort. That is almost exactly right. The only thing that's unsettling is the full beard.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's what's throwing you. I was in the Isle of Man this week on tour. Right. And um, I got over there, not packed enough T-shirts
4: for this beautiful weather. How long were you there for? Doing a summer season? No, I was only there Wednesday, Thursday. I just forgot. I just... When you say I hadn't packed enough T-shirts, I how packed many one need? I packed one T-shirt right. and
1: one shirt, and then I thought, I don't want to wear a shirt. It's a bit no. too formal for wandering around getting so an ice cream. So you bought
4: that on the Isle of Man? So
1: I went to the Marks and Spencers, and I bought a couple of T-shirts. Because it says Santa Monica
4: 1982, oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> don't be fooled. It's actually Marks and Spencers on the Isle of Man.
1: 2018. Oh, two days ago. <laughs>
4: it's not the same, is it? It's not quite the same, but... Uh, but but at least you, be... you look good, though. You look good. You always look good. Here's the thing about you. Oh, yeah. You are taller than people would expect. People tell me this. I am shorter than people would expect. I've been there when people told you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're not shy, are they? No, no. <laughs> I that. was on I was on a ship once filming mm. a commercial. I can't remember what it was for. And as we're going through the corridors, a woman, Welsh as well, mm. came round the corner and went, Oh, you're tiny, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then carried on her way. There's nothing else.
1: Oh, well, thanks for that. People do say weird things. People. I had one the other day. In fact, when I was in Mark Spencer's getting this, a woman said, she said, can I get a selfie? I said, of course you can. She went, John, hold me Gaviscon.
4: <laughs> I was the voice of Gaviscon for of a while. Of course you were. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. <clears throat> Gaviscon cool. What a feeling. Hey, that's good, isn't it? Thanks very much. You do go into the part of it yeah, as well. well you, you know, I treat them with the respect they deserve. Absolutely. I love a voiceover. Love a voiceover. Big Philadelphia part. with chives. That was <laughs> I mean, me. How many do you do? Oh, I did loads. I don't anymore. Do they stopped using me, but I, I used to do the time. The Sunday Times is the Sunday papers. I was wow. I was the guy who said, you know when you've been tangoed. You're not. That was me, Yes. I'm genuinely starstruck Thank you very much I mean of all the things you've done (laughs) Thank you I'm genuinely like Finally (sighs) I get some respect from you
1: (laughs) What year was that?
4: Uh, the 90s, yeah. late 90s.
1: So you were responsible for all those kids getting their eardrums burst in uh, playgrounds.
4: Yeah, I, I was the also the voice, so I was the end line and on the radio ads I was a variety of characters. They had some popular radio adverts. Yeah. There was, one, or there was a TV one with a pigeon at the top of a room and then he jumps onto oh, yeah. a bed or something and I... I did loads of those.
1: Wow. They're, they are odd. I was a voice of a radiator in a British gas advert once.
4: It's a good start, Jason. It's a good start. But <laughs> it's please, very much the bottom rung. Don't, don't think you can get to Bryden levels <laughs> overnight. You've got no, to, put, you've to put the hours in. Absolutely. I remember
1: there being an American director for this advert. Yeah. It was down the line as well. He was in New York. Yeah. I was in Manchester with just this like, grumpy engineer. And all the execs and the, you know, the creatives mm-hmm. and the company, they were in uh, London. So it was all, everyone was just, nobody could see anybody. It was just it was oral stuff, oral stuff, should I say. And uh, there was a moment where this American director, I'd done it five times, six times, 20 times, whatever it was. And then he went, can you, uh, and it was I was talking to a lamp, I was talking to a lamp who was on the side. <laughs> and he went, hey, Jay, can you be uh, a little bit more flirtatious? <laughs>
4: I was like, what are you on about? Is this your job? <laughs> Telling people to be flirtatious radiators. They're trying to, they try to explain to you what they want. And and it's it's not it's not easy. Mm. I once did a session. People should know that when you do it, you sit in a little studio on your own, and everybody else is the other side of the glass, the producers, the creatives, yeah. the engineers. And then if they want to speak to you, there's a thing called talk back. They press a button and then you can hear what they're saying. Mm. But now and again that button would go on accidentally. Oh, so you can and him. I remember once being in doing a voiceover, and I they didn't mean to have it open. One turned to the other and said, Well, who booked him? <gasps> <laughs> that was a confidence booster. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but luckier now. Yeah.
1: Luckier now. Here Sunday morning with me. I know. Uh, good <laughs> lord. I thought it
4: couldn't get any worse. <laughs>
1: Music Matters. We actually had a nice time last week, didn't we? We went to You're see... not to talk about that, to you? <laughs> no, not on the air,
4: but the other time. Oh, the Rolling Stones. The oh, Rolling yeah, yeah, Stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we went, Jason and I went, well, yeah, here's what happened. Okay. <laughs> I'd arranged to go and see the Rolling Stones with a group of friends mm. and the parents at school and la da So we're going to go. <laughs> I get a call, or was it a text? Text. Was it the day before? It was the day before. And, and I happened to be a little drunk when you sent me the thing because I was at something and I was feeling very bullish. And um, these tickets were not mine to offer really because the group had all paid, <laughs> right? But there were tickets left over. And you were going. Are you going to the Stones tomorrow? Because I think I told you I was going. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. And you said I'm thinking of getting some tickets, but yeah, not sure if there are any left now because me being a little bit merry. I went, oh, don't worry, mate. We're going. Come with us. I'll sort you out. <laughs> And you went really? Oh, great! Thanks. And then, and then I got home. And I said to Claire, "I've invited Jason." And she said, "Well, they're not really your tickets to to offer, are they?" So then I said, changed." She liked me a minute ago. No, we all we all adore you, but but you understand there is yes, a, no, there's course. a question of ethics here in Agreed. the protocol. So I then had to, um, we got a WhatsApp group, so I had to go, um, hey, guys, uh, just to a. Oh, that was great. We were doing something that day. It was some party or something in the daytime party. They go, oh, it was great. Wasn't it great? You guys. Um, Jason Manford just texting me and, and he's looking for tickets so anyway I've, I've said he can come with us everybody's cool with that aren't they silence oh no and you're waiting John for that. has left the group <laughs> Sarah has left the group <laughs> and you anyway the replies came in and I think you will have to say Jason from the welcome you oh, received to be fair they were lovely people they because you'd met them before I had, at yes. another event last year yes they're you? very nice people that you managed to elbow your way into <laughs> No, it was great. So we went and it was we saw great. the Rolling Stones. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Amazing. James Bay, who we play on this show as well, and yeah. the Rolling Stones who we play on this show as well. Uh, just what a what a performance. We talked about it last week as well, but now you're here.
4: Yeah. Well, Jagger, I mean, uh, the, the man. People say, I think, without making enough of a thing about it, oh, hasn't he got a lot of energy? No, he hasn't got a lot of energy. No. He's, there's something happening He's otherworldly. He really yeah. is. He really what is. Was he 74, 75? I think he's a about, my guess is that he's about to be 75. Right. I may, I may be wrong. Wow, just astonishing! Great show. You know, it's, when you watch a band like that, it's sort of your own life that you're seeing up there mm. on the stage, aren't you? But have you te- tell people, tell people about my my mystic moment? Oh, that was unbelievable. Thank you. There was a moment. I can't remember the song. The song Ace. Well, the song that I predicted was Start Me Up. Yes. And that's ASO so, I'll tell the story. You tell it, Rob. So we're sat there, <laughs> we're having a lovely time, we're all enjoying it, and then yes. it gets, and we'd, 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 we'd all had a nice drink, we were all very happy. Life. It was awful. We're sitting there, and uh, we had stood for some of it, but now we're sitting down, and it gets to the end of a song, I forget what it was, and then the band have stopped, the crowd has stopped, and I, it just came to me, Ping. what would be the perfect next song? Yes. And I just turned to Jason and I went, start me up. And sure enough, uh, 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 oh, it was unbelievable. Uh, oh, and the shivers mo- went up my spine.
1: What a moment! Because I didn't know. No, why how would you? It was instinct. It was. It was. It was because you're so in tune with show business. It was the only song. That could be next. Thank you, Jason. That's what I loved about it.
4: You understand me in a way that few do.
1: <laughs> this was shortly after uh, all five men in uh, in the group yeah. uh, were comparing feet, if I recall. Oh, yes. I <laughs> was, forgot about that. It was a moment where, because I was in Birkenstock, so I was open-toed. And,
4: and I had been to the chiropodist that day, <laughs> yes.
1: that morning. And three of the other guys actually said to me, well, you're brave. I said, what do you mean? They said, toes out I was like <laughs> am I they were like oh yeah I, can't, I couldn't do that I've got gnarly toes and then we all got out and compared feet in the middle of a Rolling well, Stones concert you know concert. the only
4: reason I started seeing the chiropodist was David Williams.
1: no oh, what happened there I went on
4: holiday with David last summer and he went oh for God's sake do something about your feet <laughs> What was wrong with them? Like hobbit feet? Well, they were just a bit. The nails perhaps could do with some attention. I was saying, right. they're looking much better now. Though. Good. No, they were. They were. Yeah. They were lovely. To be Thanks. fair, Thanks and that very was very much.
1: It's weird though when you come away from you know the concert of a lifetime, and that is one of the have. Like.
4: Well, the page in my diary. <laughs> yeah. My diary is on my phone, and on that was a Tuesday, wasn't it? And on, mm. there were two entries. Right, I think it was ten o'clock. chiropodist All Right, seven thirty. Rolling Stones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm surprised some of the boys weren't there.
4: <laughs> it's too big a work. You need industrial level stuff. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute
0: Radio. Where real music matters.
1: Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show. Uh, Angela Barnes is here. Now, last week, or the week before, we spoke about... I told you about that sort of situation I had where someone like followed me on the motorway for so like, 80 miles. like a Pretty weird, right? Anyway, I don't know anything more about that. Not Nothing at all. But... Starting to think, like, i would do a little joke about it in my set. About so, so yeah, I'm always complaining about people on the roads. Right. And my wife said, are you sure it's not you? Because you're in every single one of your stories.
3: Right. Right. That's a really nice
1: point, Which isn't it? Is, Am I the idiot here? Yeah. And now I'm thinking maybe <laughs> it is. Because yesterday, my driving uh, career took a new low, right? Did you do? I was in the car with the kids. And we were going to their, my, my girls play for a, a girls football team. And we were, we were on the way there. And it was, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning. And we were a little bit late. And I was I was a bit impatient, to be fair. And I'd right. not had a full night's sleep. Oh, there were all the main excuses. And this driver in front was, I'm on the um, M60. This driver in front is in the middle lane
3: doing oh. like
1: 55 or something They like,
3: deserve whatever is coming to them. Middle <sighs> laners, uh, I don't, I, look, I'm, oh.
1: Yeah. So I was a bit like, I, I, I waited for a while and then I, I, was sort of, I couldn't get over into, into the other lane because there was, you know, you
3: just gonna have to undertake. your Mercedes
1: and your things. Were going, so yeah. I sort of thought, I'm, I might have to go to this lane and just see if he comes across and for ages wouldn't do it. And then eventually, he, uh, I sort of gave him the old flash. Right. The old, awesome. get out of the middle lane, get over there into that driving lane on the down. left there. So give, yeah. And he did, and then as I went past, right, uh, he, he was angry enough to swear at me, right? Right, how oh. was Yeah, but that's not the, that's not the issue. That fa- that happens a million times a day on all the British roads. Yeah. The main problem was, this was an ice cream van. <laughs>
0: right.
3: I did not see that yeah. coming.
1: It was an ice cream van. And there's something about your children seeing Mr Whippy tell your dad to F off. Oh, no. Which just kills a, a part of your life. My, my, my daughter was like... Did Mr, Whippy, cream, Mr. Right? Whippy just put a finger up at your daddy? I was like, mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Yes, Mr Whippy did, yes.
3: Mr Whippy's know. cross today. Oh, <laughs> Mr Crikey. Whippy's having a bad day.
1: That dodgy uh, painting of the Cheshire Cat from... <laughs> well, from that's Alice taking Mr
3: Whippy's 100% record down, isn't it? Yeah,
1: he's not. Oh, isn't that awful? But isn't
3: that shocking? I know,
1: but it was sort of weird. Also, if just you're, a you're finger in a nice out Queen the window, van,
3: don't be in the middle it's lane. It's no. Like, you're never overtaking anything in an ice cream van, are yeah. you? you? just stay in the driving just lane.
1: That's not a siren, mate. Yeah. That's just a tinkle linkle for people to come and buy ice creams, i.e. parents yeah. to say there's no ice creams left. Yeah, yeah. So there the two <laughs> options. Angry Mr Whippy. Oh, that's sad. Something about... Surely an ice cream man is full of joy and love and life. He's got the best job in the world. Well, for the
3: summer... Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can see winter approaching.
1: Maybe that's what he was. He's that's gone it. September tomorrow, the worst of the months. Oh,
3: uh, yeah.
1: He ate September. Well, he might like September. It's sort of the last bit of the summer.
3: Yeah, but the kids are all back at school, so you can't do seven days a week then, then can you? And then
1: winter kicks and what have you got? You've just you got to go, got go got back it? to being a drug dealer again, haven't you? <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. That, there a, like
3: the ice cream famously in, was it in Glasgow, the Ice Cream Van Wars? Oh, right. It was all about drugs. I might
2: have dreamt
1: this. Maybe <laughs> it feels Google like a Peter it. Kay sketch. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The, well, when I was a kid, there was a there was definitely an ice cream van that used to rock up at quarter to nine of an evening, uh, and there was no kids in the queue. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is
3: Absolute
1: Radio, where real music matters. You were just saying off air about the Quincy
2: Jones. There's talk. a Quincy Jones documentary now. Quincy Jones might not mean everything to anybody you know but uh it's legend. not very absolute but it absolute um absolute legend but he's like a time traveler you watch this documentary mm. and there he is with Louis Armstrong and Ray Charles and all of a sudden he's composing the music for the Italian job and then he's uh, creating thriller with Michael Jackson and Amazing. doing off the wall and then it just goes on and on and on he's still alive and yeah. in the, in the space of the documentary he has he collapses twice you know, and he's and he's, was he, he was his he was Sinatra's biggest arranger. Yes. went on the road with all these people, and he played the trumpet, and then had a stroke, and and as part of his stroke, he couldn't play the trumpet anymore because if he hit the high notes, his brain would explode. Course, yeah. <laughs> so he, that's how that's how he got into arranging. It's like watching an well, episode of Doctor that. Who. Yes. <laughs> it's like a time traveler just going around with all the most famous people of all time. Well, not to name drop. But oh, go on! I've had dinner with Quincy oh, Jones. This is nice. <laughs> Here we go. Dinner with Quincy Jones. Had dinner with Quincy Jones. Yeah. What yeah. did he? What did what you have?
1: Meeting, what a meeting! What of minds.
2: What was it? Tennessee fried or
1: <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken? We went. To, so I interviewed him uh, on the one show many years ago, two thousand and nine, yeah. something like that. And he was over plugging something or other. And I was. Uh, we were interviewing him. And after the show. Um, well, or I mean, even in the show, like there was, he had this unbelievable ring on.
2: Yeah, that's Frank Sinatra's ring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah And he yeah. said,
1: and I, and I sort of spotted it, in the, and in my ear, it, on obviously, you've seen the one show in your ear, the, in your earpiece, the producers going. Jason, we need to get to the Peregrine Falcon uh, documentary. I'm like, talking to Quincy Jones. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, quick, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and we've got to get to the Peregrine Falcons. We must get there. You know, this, this yeah. video that can be literally shown at any time. A- anytime. In, in the, the next, next 20 10 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like, we've got to get there. And I said, I said, that's a cracker ring, you man. You know who ring that? Who gave me that? Frank Sinatra. Oh. And they're going, Peregrine Falcon, Jason. Yeah. I said, I had to take my earpiece out. I said, tell us about Frank. But afterwards, we sort of chatted in the, in the green room. And uh, he he quite he was quite enamoured by Alex Jones, was you he? know, who's, uh, who's
2: understandably Jason. Yes, I mean,
1: she's she's delightful, she's funny, she's uh, she's beautiful. She's got everything going for her. And he 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 was like, oh, my grandfather was Welsh. Or like, <laughs> what a line. <laughs>
2: yeah, great. Language. What a line.
1: <laughs> and she was teaching him some Welsh uh, language. Yeah. And uh, and so and then it came up, and he said, oh, we're going out tonight for dinner, and um, do you want to come? And obviously ah. I was just sat next to Alex, so I was yeah. like, yeah, we
2: would. Yeah, we're coming to that, yeah.
1: We'd only been in the job a month. Amazing. And, uh, and so, yeah, so off we went. We went out for dinner with yeah. Quincy Jones and, he, and, uh, and we met Rod uh, Temperton, who wrote Thriller, he's yeah. from Cleethorpes, which is... Is he? I never knew that. Cause this is thriller, <laughs> yes. thriller nights. But if you've hung around Grimsby on a Friday night, <laughs> that, that video makes sense. <laughs> you are see, this is this is autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> and we had, but like you said, he's met some unbelievable people.
2: Yeah, well, well he's worked. He's not just worked. He's yes, not just I've met. Worked him, he's with worked them. with them. He's sort of created them. Yeah. You know, he, if you listen to Sinatra at the Sands, which is is his best ever album. Yeah, Sinatra, it's a great album. when he's at his peak, he's sort of forty one. He's and funny like, he's, and. and his, he's fun yeah, and yeah. and all the all the arrangements of Quint and, and, and the Nelson Middle orchestra Quincy Jones is is conducting that band Crazy. and he's worked with and he met Ray Charles when he was Fourteen and knocked around with him, and it's then crazy. and then he worked with Stevie and all the Motown, and was head of AR at Capital, and you just it just goes on and yeah. on and on this list. And you were saying he had well, lunch. Well, I was, with, sat, I was yeah.
1: sat there with him. Uh, you know, we're having this dinner, and uh, and and we've talked about Europe, and so, you know, and to Americans, Europe's often just bang. Yeah. He said, "Oh, I lived in Europe for a while." Yeah, but obviously, he means
2: Paris, not yeah. Hull. You no, know?
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I said, "Oh, yeah." He said, "He said, yeah, yeah. I live next door to Pablo Picasso." And we used to go for dinner a lot with yeah. uh, Pablo Picasso. I didn't even realise their timelines were the same. No, you know? no. Obviously, he was a very old man by then. He said, but he would go for dinner with Pablo Picasso and he said he never paid for a meal because what he would do, he'd get at the end of the meal, he'd get his bread, mop up all the gravy or whatever it was yeah. on there and then he would draw or do a little doodle on oh the plate God. and sign Pablo Picasso. There you go, that's for dinner. <laughs> I was like, what a <laughs> great Ten idea. million quid later. Great <laughs> tip. <laughs> Manford, I'm here with Steve Edge this morning. Oh, he's not done a show for a month. What you say that? And long? It was me and you. It was our last show. Was that the one when we drank a load of rum? We got, we had, we had rum. Mm. Uh, we had all sorts going on. Yeah, um, it was a struggle today. I've got to say, it's just After a lot of Sundays in bed. Yeah, and then this morning, it's not the weather, does not make you want to get up. It's sort
5: of when it's dark,
1: still dark, a bit misty. It's not fair, is it? Uh, let's see what's up and about this morning. Martin of Muswells. Morning, Jason and Steve. I'm up nanny hunting. I oh, mean, that right. sounds... It's like a child catcher. No, I don't think he's like... Oh, uh, I don't think he's tracking He's got, he's got a
5: net and he's just going right around. <laughs> no, and... no he's... You'd have to it's... go in the sky because nannies, a lot of them fly, don't they? Mary Poppins, right, Nanny yeah. McPhee. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself like... <laughs> on top of a, an iRise and just get a big net
1: look for the has umbrellas I can't stop there's an umbrella coming here she comes here she comes <laughs> he does say it sound, that sounds a bit more sinister than, uh, than it is to be fair does. Uh, the current <laughs> one is leaving in a couple of weeks um, it's interesting he says to see the parameters that my wife Kate has versus mine as we try to agree a short list okay. there's a lot of judging a book by its cover <laughs> I can imagine we looked at one for my um, daughter in London it is quite. It is hard because like for me straight away I just know there's because you Think about all the yeah well, you, when you go straight away. If they're under under like thirty five, I think, nah, yeah. no thanks, no way. She's working in my house. Yeah, no, okay. nah, 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 not yeah. having it. So they've got to be like fifty, a bit sort of you know rough around the edges. You want Mrs. Doubtfire, don't you? <laughs> I want, I want. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's exactly who I'm looking for. Actually, yeah. a bloke in a wig as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pretending to be Scottish. Oh, hello! That's you. again. You ha- that you're hired. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> you're hired. Come on. Where can you start? Uh, Mike says, "Hi, Jay's wife and I are heading to the grand opening of our new climbing wall in Colchester." Hey, there's nope. Yeah. Mm, fingers crossed. Well, no, not climbing. do climbing. No, no. That's a
5: terrible thing to do. Yeah.
1: Uh, you' got grandpa's on. <laughs> <man. laughs> Uh, Up early uh, for a freezer delivery at my restaurant. Got the text at 7, the delivery time 7.35 to 11.35. That's that's a terrible thing to... On a Sunday. That's what they do, though, don't they? That is what they do. That's Callum in Doncaster. Well, best of luck with that. And Lucy says, Lucy's message, she says, uh, bit of an urban legend that Steve Edge was the most famous person to come from my school. Can you ask him to clear up the rumour the school was Cannock Chase High?
5: Oh, yeah, well, I did go. Yeah, that is, that is the school I went to. Stan Collymore went to that school, so I think he's more famous than me. Well, he was. Well, he's, you know... I mean... He's, he's a year above me, I think. What's, what does he do? What does he do now? Block people on Twitter. Sort sort what that's he does pretty that, much yeah. all he does, yeah. He yeah. used to... I Sort of, yeah. Can chase high school? It sounds like a... It's like a sort of drama from the 90s, doesn't it? Mm. Sweet Valley High. <laughs> <laughs> it Chase. wasn't. What was it like, your school? It, well, it used to be two schools, two oh, right. comprehensive. Oh, Canic, right. and Sherbrooke. And then they merged. That into sounds like Canic a Chase. detective team. Chanette and Sherbrooke. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, it was good. It was an all right school. I don't yeah. know, you've only got your own experience to go on. It was I all right. So, yeah. It was a bit rough. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson called it the second worst place in the world once. Wow! Yeah, but I mean, he just stuff like that. Doesn't well, you can't He even He'd win obviously that. never been to the Wetherspoons, because that's <laughs> lovely.
1: You can't even <laughs> win worst place. That's how bad <laughs> no. it is. But yeah. <laughs> the, the other
5: one was in sort of Ceausescu Romania or somewhere. <laughs> you know, something <laughs> awful. Jason
3: Manford on Absolute Radio.
5: The Bee Gees, all three of them. Went to your school? Yeah. Oh,
1: you've lost.
2: Unbelievable. <laughs> all
1: the Gibbs? Every Gib you can think of <laughs> went to my school. Mm, they were gib at Sholton High. Oh, that
5: is a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Livid. Livid. <laughs> Oh, what a way to find out. Thanks, Lucy, for your topic this morning. (laughs) Uh, Hi, Scott from Blockswitch. Noddy Holder went to my old school. TP Riley Comprehensive. Yeah, that's near Walsall. That that makes sense. That makes sense, doesn't Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Yep. It's history yeah, That's what you to get, say, he did it yeah. every day Yeah, every day Oh, give it a rest, yeah. Noddy It's double maths <laughs> Oh, God God, please, stop oh, One day it's going to make me a lot of money uh, Scott. Yeah, I don't know
5: why I did that, boys. <laughs> one day it's going <laughs> to make me a lot of
1: money uh, Scott in Larkhall, Lanarkshire, uh, Lanarkshire said, uh, hey, gents Graham Dot Yeah, Graham Dot <laughs> went to his school he's struggling isn't he did he ex-world snooker champion oh, no old dotty less. old greybo the dot <laughs> the d dot I mean we're struggling with some of these <laughs> have you spotted any any come in there uh, no I'm, I'm, I'm having a little look now uh, someone says Jason my old school and Nunthorpe Grammar in York had Vince Cable Steve McLaren and Marco Gabbiadini wow that's pretty good that I said,
5: Marco Gabbiadini was killed in York didn't he I don't
1: know well, I don't, apparently, so. did, apparently we're having to take this. Yeah, we as don't red.
5: know, do we? Yeah, we can't question. Somebody this. said Lee Mack went to Stanley High School in Southport, but had left before I started, and then he starts getting tenuous. David Beckham's cousin was
1: there. No, I'm not having just pe- cousin re- related. Yeah, it's, all right. it's not. This is not. I'm a think celebrity, of Southport mate.
5: Southport and David Beckham in the same
1: sentence? You? No, no. Neville Southall went to my school. Uh, John Bright in the... I don't know. That's a funny one. is isn't it? The old. Uh, Oh, that's from Simon. Sorry, that's from Simon in Northampton. It's a funny one when you hear that. Cause I, my my head straight away went. Oh, I, better, I bet their school football team it was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, could never if say if they fall, had a yeah. proper goalkeeper. Yeah, in net. But I remember when Jeff Whitley was at my school. Well, yeah, same with Collimore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, once they're good at football, they get signed up by one of the big clubs. They're yeah. not allowed to play for their school no, anymore. Of course, they're not allowed to play for that school <laughs> so anymore. No. So you lose that's them. A bit ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So it, actually, it's a double edged sword. Really. Yeah. What you want is someone who's really good, but. Not good enough, or just quiet about it, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, for, just wait till you finish. Let's finish
5: the school term first. get yeah,
1: yourself a get trade,
5: yeah, before you go
1: football. He's a, he's a car salesman now, Jeff Whitley.
5: Is he?
1: Yeah. So Again, what do they do, footballers? Because there's that wealth of footballers, aren't they? Who, who weren't on two hundred grand? No, a
5: week? no. Unless you can commentate as well, and
1: that's very few of those jobs going in there. Yeah, and even the ones that are doing it are not.
5: I mean, no, I'm but great. that's me, I mean. It must be even more annoying. Yeah. The other one's going, come <laughs> on, there must
1: be a way in here. No. Not only do we have this station, the Absolute uh, Radio Station, we have 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, and classic rock. Loads of great songs. Uh, they're about an hour behind, I think, on... on that's how it sort of works, so... The things I'm saying now will be on again. So if you flip over... Unless you listen to that
5: now, then you've said it an hour ago. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Marty! Where are we going? We don't need roads. Twenty-one gigawatts! Uh, They don't work. (laughs) (laughs) But if you like the music we play on Absolute Radio, then remember, we have this shiny app for you and we're delighted to announce an addition of five brand-new stations to the Absolute Radio family, exclusive. We've got Absolute Celtic Rock... Uh, in the next hour, you'll be hearing Haggis on Tap, My Gaelic Hearts. Absolute Ringtones. Oh, I love this one. It's a good one. Francisco Terega, the Nokia ringtone. Absolute Elevator. Floor four, what goes up must come down. great yeah, right band. played in the it's next... Right, on you know, six <laughs> 20 minutes. Absolute Colombia, the Hombres of Bogota. Feel I'm it in your head. actually in for that one. Yeah, that's a good one. And my favourite, absolute dolphin noise. Very peaceful station, that. Pod 34, the dolphins from the Pacific. So there you go. Jason.
0: Jason.
2: Absolute radio. Manford. Where real music matters.
1: This is what happened, happened yesterday. Yeah. I did Top Gear. I did Top Gear and um, I, I've never done it before. Never done it before. And I was a new host. I don't know if you... I don't know if you've I seen that know.
5: news. Who is the host now? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, it's uh, Matt LeBlanc. Oh, from he did something.
5: He did like the he, couple years ago or a year ago. Last series, didn't he? Or yeah, something, which... yeah, he did last series. Yeah, he's
1: good. He's, good. he's all right. Yeah, it's good. And uh, you know, because you think oh, he's an actor, but he just loves cars. He loves his cars. Yeah. So I did the did the you know reasonably priced car lap thing? Yeah. And, um, which was exciting. I mean, considering I have spent a week on a bicycle in Center Parks. To go from that vehicle yeah. to... Did you make it to the tree? To <laughs> <laughs> I did it in the car, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, yeah, that was exciting. Did a little lap with the stick. And is the,
5: the leaderboard, is it still the leaderboard that's been there all... Or is there a new leaderboard for the new hosts? New, yeah.
1: I think they've got a new So it's easier, so like three years of history. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So I was just like, try and be... Because I knew Lee Mack and Rob Brydon had done it in yeah. a weeks leading up to it so I thought I just need to beat them get above them yeah yeah I mean I, Ross Noble was like right up there I thought I can't can't get there yeah, that's Ross unachievable he's he does motorbikes but also he's mental so like you know, you've know, you got to have you can't go against somebody who's got no fear no <laughs> like, no, no, no. no that's not going to work but uh, anyway you'll find out when it goes uh, on air uh, on BBC Two in a few weeks time but this is what happened so before we're going in I get there and going into the uh, there's a little sort of room to get changed in, and Matt LeBlanc is, is having a, a a quick fang outside, mm. and um, he says, "Hey there, you're right. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show." And I went, "Hi, hi, how are you doing? How are you doing?" Oh, I said. Dear, yeah. Now the inflection was different. Yeah, don't that's get me what wrong. Saved you. How you did try and it. Get here. How are you getting? No, home? it was. It, it wasn't like full. You know. How you doing? It wasn't that. You didn't go for that. It wasn't like, how you doing? Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. go with that. But I still said, how you doing? Yeah. Not how are you doing? Not even how are you doing? <laughs> there must have been something, though, when I looked at his face. That's your brain messing
5: with you. That. My brain was like... You used to, if you were talking properly, you'd say, how are you I've doing? never said, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how are you doing? Never. I've never said it in my life. No, I've never heard you say that.
1: And the one time I say it, it's in front of the guy who constantly...
5: How you doing? That's his it. catchphrase, yeah
1: oh he must hate it yeah. I mean it didn't it didn't look like it registered he I've said, got to he did, say one, of, one eye just twitch a little he did, bit yeah, and, yeah, and then he just like, stopped oh, talking Laman to me the
5: big Panther films.
1: <laughs> he didn't just stop talking to me but yeah it was oh it was horrible Yeah, it was okay. horrible it sort of reminded me of that um, you know the bit in Father Ted where they um, oh with Richard where, Wilson yeah where where he said, where Dougal's like you know, you know what he'll like I think I've got it somewhere
0: Look what it is, it, it's that
1: actor. your
5: man from One Foot in the Grave, the I don't believe it, man. Oh, wow. Uh, do you know what he'd love? Well, he'd love it if somebody came up to him and said his catchphrase.
2: Oh, yeah, Ted. he'd love that. You should definitely do that. Oh, yeah, I'd say no one ever does that to him. <laughs> I don't believe it!
1: Love that. Mix. Love that. Uh, but saying catchphrases to celebrities, oh my God, it must be. It must be. I know Peter K gets it, you know, he's not had to pay for garlic bread for a long time. No. Every restaurant. Well, even he if can't order it, can he? No. Even or if it's, cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, even in an Indian restaurant, they'll find the garlic bread yeah, somewhere. Yeah, they will, yeah. <laughs> They'll find it.
5: Music matters. Bizarre when you see someone, though, isn't it? Out of context, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I told I you saw, when I saw I saw
5: Terry Duckworth oh, when I first oh, yeah. moved to Salford. Just, just buying cheese.
1: I went, all right, mate. And I went,
5: oh, it's Terry Duckworth. <sighs> I don't know him.
1: That's funny that yours was Terry Duckworth. <laughs> mine was going to be Al Pacino. Um, <laughs> oh, no. The <laughs> well, mine was in Salford Precinct. Mine was, mine was here in the West End, to be uh, fair. All right,
5: if Al Pacino was in Salford precinct that would be team, weird, buying cheddar, <laughs> that's a better story. <laughs> Where is the
1: Tesco? Get me some Red Leicester. <laughs> Uh, good morning,
3: Joe. Hello, Jason.
1: How are you this morning?
3: I'm good, thank you. Lovely.
1: Yes. So tell us your story. When have you embarrassed yourself in front of a celebrity and how famous were they?
3: Um, in two thousand six I was working in the wig department on Guys and Old and I oh, was wow. very excited that Patrick Swayze came uh, to Patrick be in the car.
1: Swayze uh, How because, you, do? how it, you doing? How are you doing?
3: As as every uh, girl of my age, um, I was a massive fan of Dirty Dancing. Of course, so I was already a little bit starstruck, Mm -hmm. but I was also heavily pregnant at the time, Ah. and it was a two-show day, and I uh, my legs were a bit tired, and I saw Patrick taking a little bit of a shortcut during one of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to the other side and I thought rather than going the long way round involving lots of stairs I might just follow him so I've got uh, two Salvation Army wigs in my hands <laughs> right. and I was being really daft and just saying oh I'm following you Patrick I'm following you And um, we got to the other side and he slipped through a very small gap between the set Uh and I couldn't sit through. (laughs) He turned to me and said, oh yeah, this is not for the pregnant lady. And then I got uh, a little bit Panicked and um, this, the number was coming to an end, and I needed to do a quick change. <sighs> and I saw a door and I almost went through it, but that would have taken me onto the stage during <laughs> the Havana. <dance>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of guys and dolls, two wigs and a pregnant woman.
3: I would have just had to have I waited my wigs and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember
1: this in the film? Yeah, uh,
3: but then, out of nowhere, a burly stage management man Phew. came and started moving sets wow. out of the way, and he freed me. Oh my goodness. Uh, and what was yeah.
1: what was the legendary Patrick Swayze like? Was he was he a nice man? He
3: was lovely, oh, thank really, goodness. really lovely. That's
1: what we yeah. like to hear, isn't it? That's
3: yeah, no, God he bless. was a real gent. But I did used to have to go and do his eyeliner sometimes and oh. uh, because I had such an enormous bump, <laughs> um he, he would he would sometimes you know, people do sort of pregnant ladies' bumps are public property, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. he'd sort of get you know, give the bump a little a, a little pat. pat. Yeah. And put, and, like, put a cup of tea please, on it. Please,
0: yeah, yeah. Please,
1: please don't do that. Yeah, yeah I bet. In Child in You're there,
3: trembling.
1: Did you, did you ever come in and just like with your, with your belly and just go? I carried the watermelon. Oh, right. that's so what, you, I think yeah. that's
3: what I would go um, with. Yeah. No, I'd have stood in the corner
1: isn't. and gone, no one puts with the baby in the corner.
3: <laughs> I, I did. I did, oh, They used to put me in the corner in the wig room because I took up so much space. And oh. I did have a little sign that says, nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh,
1: I love it. I <laughs> love it. Oh, Thanks, Joe. Thanks for getting in touch. Thank you. See bye. you soon. Jason Manford. Absolute
0: radio. Where real music matters.
1: I rage at inanimate objects a lot do you oh yeah i think i take it out on them rather than people
0: rather than people yeah
1: yeah i remember once my wife walking in just i was as i was i grabbed the computer monitor uh and and i was i'd actually turned it to face the printer and i was going
2: it's there (laughs) you can find it it's there
1: like like i was making it look at the printer that's
2: printer rage.
1: Maybe I've, may I better speak to someone?
2: <laughs> I like that you're directing it at
0: objects though. Look, at subconsciously, Quite, yes. you're, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm delightful to people. <laughs> Absolutely delightful. <laughs> Even when they are not, they don't
3: deserve it. When they're not delightful.
1: I had a very, I had a very weird situation happen to me last week. I don't know if I've told this already. I'm going mad. Anyway, I went to you, I was in a building and um, I know. <laughs> These stories get better.
4: All right,
1: Joe. Producer Joe, there having a little giggle At the start of my anecdote when I was in a building. I was in a building
3: one time. And- Look,
1: my life's just different from yours. What can I tell you? That's showbiz. I was in a, I was in a building, and I'd come down uh, to to leave, and the receptionist was there. She was doing a sudoku or whatever, and um, and I just said, uh, "Excuse me, where are the um, where are the toilets?" And she went. Um, the men's toilets. It was in London. I said, yeah. Because that's, that's a very different question, isn't it? That's, that's, I, I need a wee or I'm a bit of a pervert. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, There's only one. I, I just need a wee. Said, the man's toilets. I went, yeah, yeah, the man. She went, well, I don't know, do I? I'm a woman. Oh. I was like, "That's this is not a, a gender thing. This is just your job.
0: To know where the toilets
1: are. I said, well, where are the women's toilets then? Because usually, in my experience, they're nearby. (laughs) They're near each other. They're using the same water system. Well, the women's are on the first floor, she said. Anyway, I went up there. There was the men's. I was like, what, you've never seen them? Livid I was.
0: Did you inform her?
5: On the way out, I
1: said, by the way, for future reference, men's are near the women's. So you never have to be that rude again. I didn't say that bit. That was a bit I said of her head as I left.
0: That's okay. She wasn't looking at you anyway
1: when you left. No, she was right in the last two squares of a Sudoku. (laughs) I've
0: got
1: got to calm down. I've got to calm down this morning. Just, I need to... The car was so cold, though. I know, I know. So cold. And a higher car. Oh, I need to... I need to just get over myself today. That's what I need to do.
0: This is Jason Manford. This is
2: Matters. It's the Jason
1: Manford show on Absolute Radio, on this uh,
2: freezing,
0: freezing
1: Sunday morning. Alison June Smith is with me this morning, live from Manchester. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, apart from it's freezing. I've got to get the jumpers out. I know it's happened. There was a there was part of my brain still going. I think that there's like an Indian summer coming, so I won't, I won't, I won't bother yet getting the jumpers out. I, I'm sure I was promised. Mm-hmm. There was moments during that heat wave. Do you remember the heat wave?
0: Oh, are you kidding? I forgot that there was even rain in Manchester. Yeah, it I was, forgot. It was gone.
1: Yeah. And uh, halfway through that, someone was like, you know, this is going on till October. I was like,
0: great. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't. They
1: lied to us.
0: Lied. I know. I
1: know. And it was so cold. So cold this morning. The actual, f- like, frost on the windscreen this morning when I got in the car. I just, you know, I forgot. You've got to sit there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Forgot the sitting there a bit. And now there's no CDs anymore, so you can't even scrape scrape the ice <laughs> off anymore. Can't do, you can't do that with an MP. I didn't know
2: you guys knew that trick out Hell here yeah. in the UK in Canada. That's like Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, brilliant. Yeah.
1: In oh. Canada, they got proper frost though. That's well, yeah. LP. In Canada
2: we have
0: a blizzard right yeah. now, actually. There was oh, like, really? oh yeah, five feet of snow. So that's why.
1: Oh my goodness. I, know. I don't know what would happen here.
0: Oh, I mean, everything would stop. Everything happy. would stop. we no.
1: stop at the at just the mention of stuff.
2: I know. <laughs> it's so cute.
1: That's what we do. We don't, we're just not good at any of the weathers. We're not good at a lot of heat. We're not good at a lot of cold. <laughs> a lot of leaves. None of these things.
0: A lot of leaves. That one blew my mind one time. Yeah. we got to stop the trains. There's leaves. What? <laughs> Do you not expect it? But this is the thing. Every year it's the same thing, isn't it? There will be rain, there will be leaves, there will be snow. Oh, it's a surprise every year
6: though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every year they're like, has it always been this cold? (gasps) Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I was shocked at how cold it was this morning when I got in. Sure. And I'm in a higher car as well. When a car failed its MOT. Oh. I hate that
0: car. It's that time of year. God, I hate that
1: car so bad.
0: And you probably have a real nice car too, don't you?
1: Nope.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: did before I, have, I had children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a lovely car.
6: Oh. And
1: now I don't. I can't even tell you what I want to call that car. I hate that car. We just, we hate each other though. I can tell. Oh. It's a hateful hurt. You know when you're in like a bitter relationship and you just can't get out? Yeah. That's what me and the car are like. <laughs> I never take it for a service on time, and it lies to me about how much petrol it's got left. Like it's just a,
0: <laughs> just a
1: horrible, hateful relationship. <laughs> then it went and failed, and then it went and embarrassed me in front of those mechanics, and failed. It's ooh. anyway. That's funny. It's fine. I'll for fifteen years and get a nice car again. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not the way to look at you,
2: children's childhood. <laughs> Jason
6: Manford. Absolute
2: radio. Where real music matters. Brendan
6: Rees is my guest this morning. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, it's very early, isn't it? It is and it isn't, you well, know... In the grand scheme of the world it's not, but no, the, today it
1: is. In this time zone, it is, and for a comedian who was at the Frog and Bucket last night in Manchester. Oh, well, Very early then. Very early. Um, and uh, I, I. And also, I think the other thing with getting up at this hour of the morning is I've actually been up since five o'clock. Oof. Yeah, this morning. Why so early? My... Right. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're eating, guys. My son's not been well. And he, Brennan Reese is my guest, very funny comedian, supported me on tour a few times. Yeah, I did. And uh, does, you know, you can see him all over uh, the UK circuit. Um, on a, Is there a website, Brennan, that people can uh, find yeah, your it's details? It's uh,
6: http. Yes. Then the forward slash my name, dot com. Easy peasy. There you go. So find uh, the, and, and stuff on YouTube. There'll be stuff out there. Yeah, there's there probably too much, I imagine. As with everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've got uh, I've got some things to tell you. What well, I've been through this last week or so. On Tuesday, I had a vasectomy. Did you? Yeah, i am just throwing it out there. How well, do I, they or, or
6: not as a case of it. <laughs> Yeah, what do they do with it? Or do they take a bit out? Snip it I don't know what happens. <laughs> do you know what's interesting is?
1: I've got a lot of children, so it's time. It's time. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's one of those things where you've got to weigh it up, you've got to go, Well, you know what, is this It's worth it. It's worth. Hanging up the gloves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm just I'm throwing the towel in, boys. Um, So uh, it came to it, and uh, I went for the operation. I went in to meet the uh, consultant. Apparently, I went private. I'll be honest with you. Uh, It's about six hundred quid compared to a child. That is a bargain. It's the cheapest child that so, I've ever heard of. So cheap. Um, but mainly because I was so busy, I, I had to get it done on Tuesday at four o'clock. Like that was the only time I could do it. And I had a couple of days recovery. Uh, obviously, NHS, God bless them, but you've got to do it when they say. Yeah. Um, although, weirdly, the so my, dad, my dad got it done at the GP.
6: The GP did it. I well, just nipped in. Sat with everyone else like, who's got colds and
1: bloody varicose. I'm
6: not letting the GP do it. <laughs> he Googles it when I've got a sore throat not letting out a scalpel near me boys. And also, the GP's usually near your house, isn't it? Yeah. You don't just want to, like, you don't want to no, see him again. No, Because did you, like, shop around? Did you, like, no, replace place, just, just, just I wasn't <laughs> trying to get a bargain, I'll tell you. <laughs> not looking on Groupon no, for, no, absolutely for a two for one
1: deal? He had good banter, though, but the, the consultant, the doctor, did it. So I went for the meeting. He said, "Jump to talk you through the process? I said, no. I said, no. no, just do what you need to do, mate. And then afterwards, I'll Google it and see, if, <laughs> see what you've done. I don't need to know. What do you they, doing? Do they put you under? Well, this is this is the dedication oh, to God. my craft. So they give you the option. He said, Do you want local or general? But well, obviously general's a bit more expensive. But also, <laughs> in my head, I thought, well, local, I'll be awake. I'll get more material out of it. That is such dedication. I might <laughs> like, get one just for a new bit. It was <laughs> <laughs> they're taking an old bit away. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, you get a scrotal
6: support. What, someone holding it, or no, like, no, no. All oh right, like when I say I went private. <laughs> it's not that fancy. Just people in the corner going, "You can do it." Yeah, go on, mate.
1: Go, what aren't they lovely? <laughs> They're not creased at all. No, uh, no. Scrotal support is like a like a, a jockstrap. Essentially, she got to wear one of those
6: uh, for a few days. Uh, great name for a band, though. I thought. Scrotal support. How would ladies <laughs> and gentlemen? Please, scrotal support sounds like a terrible helpline, doesn't <laughs> it? Hello, scrotal support. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I did that. Um, it was a, it was fine. It took about forty minutes, which was forty minutes. Well, it, he said because they're so big. No, he said um, <laughs> he, he just essentially just something. There was a, a little in the middle where I sort of suddenly felt exactly what he was doing and went ah, but he fixed it. It was fine. It was fine and done. Um, what was weird was oh, they ached all day leading up to it. It was well, fine. they were nervous. Like you know when you when a dog's got to be t- like put down, <laughs> yeah, and it's whining and, and like you're like he knows, don't he knows? Did they keep looking up at you with those eyes?
6: <laughs> Please don't, <laughs> don't do it, don't do it. You go to the big farm. In the <laughs> <sky>. <laughs> You'll be all right, You'll be fine. Um,
1: it was yeah, it was very odd. I was expecting um for a, for a joke. I said to my brother oh, Maybe they'll give you one of them lampshades, you know, <laughs> round your neck like a like a dog gets. Um, he said you'd be more likely to round your wrists. I was like, Yeah, you're probably right.
4: That's... <laughs>
6: <laughs> so that's what I did. That was my Tuesday. That's well, it beats mine. I yeah. was gonna ask as well, do like because you know you're gonna go and mm. show them your bits. Yeah, do you like trim it? Do, yeah, do you get ready? No, nah, I just left it, just let him. I you think I'm paying 600 quid, here? Eh? Yeah, you gave to work it. for it. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute
3: Radio. Where real
2: music matters.
1: Brennan Reese is my guest this morning. I gave you the news the same time as everybody else there, didn't I? When I told you before, before the actual news, that my surgery in the week. We've just been having a look here, haven't we? <laughs> <We've got> it, <laughs> aren't we
6: have got it, haven't we? It's healed to lovely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me done. <laughs> well, I was trying to fr- find out the, the 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 etymology of the phrase uh Jaffa. <clears throat> you know, it just comes so this is where you essentially now I've had this visit to me. This I thought it sounds offensive. Doesn't it? I thought that must be an offensive. I anyway, looked into it, it's not. It's just all the juice, none of the seed, is the original. Wow. I know. Is it's that what? how they sell it? It's awful, awful, <laughs> horrible, horrible. But now you—it in my head, and now it's in yours. Yeah,
6: everyone like someone's just spat <laughs> on the cornflakes <laughs> <It's> forever. <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> there was a moment where I was uh, lying there and I was chatting to this to the nurse, who was holding my hand all the way through, Very and nice. uh, and
6: I can't tell you how much that is important. <laughs> I bet you don't get that if you if you don't go private. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're in the in the corridor, and the they just do it. Doctor- Some walks past, <laughs> yeah. like Peaky Blinders. You see, there's like a bruise on my hand here. <gasps> that's where the doctor uh,
1: put the needle in. And as he was doing it, trying to find the vein, I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I just put the needle in." I said, "That's not that's not a doctor's job. Get a nurse <laughs> to do that because nurses are better at it. Yeah, and my mum's a nurse. Never let a doctor put a needle in.
6: <sighs> always get the nurse to do it." Well, I remember once a while ago Terrible I, at it. I trapped my finger in a door and it wouldn't stop stop bleeding. So I went to the hospital waiting in the triage, like the, mm. in the thing for the triage, dead busy. Then this guy comes out one of the little things goes, You, you're next. All right, go in. And he goes, Your think fi- your brain doesn't know your fingers stop bleeding. So he kept he got a, a, a syringe needle. Yeah. Kept jabbing it that. Like, no, we've not got it. Kept jabbing it again and again. Give me a bit of wet paper towel. Sent me off. Four days later, it was the size of a balloon. Yeah. Bright yellow. Went back in the hospital and said, I came in for this. And he said, No, you came in and you weren't seen by a triage. It's just a man having a go. Just a guy. He just found an office and <laughs> a white jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Crikey. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been, it could have been in front of a
6: vasectomy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got my mallet. Uh- <laughs> Just a chisel and mallet.
1: Put it on the table. You're all right, right, okay. Let me Let me just wait for me shakes to go.
6: Have you got someone to hold me hand? It was... Yeah, uh, Dave. It was... My
1: my, my favourite bit was the, the the doctor's banter where I said... I thought I was I was being funny. Uh, I was lying there and he said... Because um, he'd not told me what the procedure... Like how they did... Obviously I knew what the procedure was. <laughs> but he didn't tell me how he did it because I did not want to know. I don't yeah. want to know about tubes and stuff like that. And then he said, I said, what have you done then? Like, this is at the end. And he said, oh, uh, so I've sort of made an incision here, you know, and he, and he was sort of just trying to describe where it was. So I sort of thought, as a joke, I went, show us on yours. <laughs> for a laugh. And he said, I'm afraid you've not paid for the platinum package. <laughs>
2: Where real music matters.
1: We're talking uh, phobias this morning. Phobias, just unexplained, unique. Uh, Brennan here as uh, he's baked beans. Baked beans is mine, yeah. Leguiminophobia, we've we've discovered.
6: Sounds like women, doesn't it? just Legu- yeah, it does. Laguiminophobia. Legu-
1: <laughs> yeah. Um who else is around? Matt Oakley uh says, I'm genuinely phobic
6: of interlocking forks. Oh I know what you mean. Like it, like if it the just metal sent a chill through together, yeah. Yeah. But why are you having a meal with two forks? Well, he says a badly stacked dishwasher cutlery
1: basket is my kryptonite. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the. I, I just do the loaded. Yeah, and uh, someone else to do out. the unloading. Uh, Laura Parks balloons. Fourteen sessions of CBT, and I currently have two hundred and fifty in my bedroom as part of exposure therapy.
6: Are they blown up or are they just? Because that's so. a w-
1: weird, isn't it, to have two hundred and fifty? That's what she's got.
6: Balloons. Like it's a birthday. <laughs> yeah, she's
1: terrified. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Elizabeth says, uh, I've got tripophobia. trypophobia, which is uh, an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns
6: or clusters of small holes or bumps. So I, I think one of my friends has got this right. and it's uh, a fear, like, do you know, in Strawberries, how there's all those little dots mm. and we were at Alton Towers, do you know, when you wait for the Metrolink thing to come and pick you up? Yeah. And she was literally telling me about, about this and a... This Metrolink took, like, pulled up behind her, covered in, like, a strawberry. (gasps) Not real strawberry, like a big picture. And I was like, don't don't (laughs) turn around. This will be the scariest thing you've gone today. (laughs) (laughs) This is scarier than oblivion, mate.
1: (laughs) Jane Pugh on the the Absolute Radio's uh, Facebook page uh, says uh, seeds or natural symmetry. (laughs) Natural symmetry? So, like, millipedes, honeycomb,
6: anything that's like, Perfectly symmetrical. Handsome man. But (laughs) yeah, in (laughs) nature. So, but I just, like, think, what are you scared of? I know, what happened? Things being nice. <laughs> and what happened in your life? She says, I'm worst with
1: uh, seeds in a row, like in the middle of a honeydew melon, or the middle of a sunflower. If I can see them, I feel like I'm going to puke. Uh, it got really poetic, and then at the end, she ruined it with the word puke. Yeah. She's like,
6: seeds in She's... a watermelon, <laughs> glistening down the river, and She's... I'm going
1: to puke. She can't watch the Flora <laughs> advert at the moment. That's I don't know what's on there. I guess something with a sunflower. She's, she says I love melon so my hubby has to de-seed it for me or I have to cut a slither of melon out quickly and then stir up the seeds inside so the so it's random before I can cut a proper slice
6: do you know what I've got a solution for you here Jane yeah Um, either one don't have melon it's not for you two just go where it's pre-cut do you know when you can yeah. buy it in a little pack yeah exactly there you go instead of getting Solved. your husband to, to get all the seeds out weird
1: Music matters. Henn has messaged me uh saying I've got two phobias, Jason. Satellite dishes. For example, Jodrell Bank. I like the way he's put it as if I don't I don't know what satellite dishes, yeah, yeah. but um, and standing stones. What's a
6: standing stone? I don't know, I mean like um what, just a stone stood up on its own. I guess, I guess like, so, yeah. Standing st- or some like stepping stones. It doesn't really Does it not? It does not go into any detail. Just so he, he described what a satellite is, which yes. we all know, but then he's gone for standing stones and expected us Maybe to be like, oh, like, yeah. um, uh, what's it down
1: south near Salisbury? What's it called? You know, where they're all stood around. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Stood around. So <laughs> waiting. Stood around, waiting for Ben to turn up to so freak him out. Uh, genuinely forgot the word Stonehenge then. <laughs> genuinely went out of my head. <laughs> um, wind turbine says Joey Worcestershire I love them it's one of my favourite things to look I at I love a wind turbine the massive ones especially when there's loads of them like in Cornwall She's put Cornwall <laughs> like <Ligic>. da- <laughs> in Cornwall down south I know <laughs> guys you don't have to treat me like alright I just forgot the word Stonehenge but other than that <laughs> I'm pretty clever my husband thinks it's funny to drive by them and go slow when
6: we're on holiday
1: it actually makes me
6: shudder it's always the husbands isn't it trying to like turning belly buttons into doorbells and driving by I know I love that though (laughs) it's got to be done on it I know Uh, what about this Uh, terrified of mascotted uh,
1: mascot costumes this is Charlotte masclophobia apparently it's called
6: anybody using a big mascot she won't like. There's a new show coming out, like X Factor, where celebrities dress, they sing. Yes, the she's going to hate that.
1: She, that is not the show for her. You have it in America. I've
6: seen it. It's ridiculous. It is crazy. But I love
1: it. It's a. I think it's a South Korean format. Of course, it, was originally it is it's South mad. Korean. Yeah, it looks crazy, and they have like Gladys Knight and yeah. Donny Osmond and Seal on the American ones, the and medicine. then putting them in a thing where they look like a muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one. Although I must say, the weirdest thing I always think is, you know the football mascots? So at Manchester City we have Moonchester. And his his bird. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Moonchester. Moonbeam. 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 And big smiley faces, right? Somebody needs to have a word with a mascot and say, look, when somebody in the footballing community has died and they're doing a (laughs) minute silence and all the players have got their heads down, you are not part of that, (laughs) Moonchester... At the
6: end of the row, there's always... And they've got the head down. That's the other... Thing. Head down. Massive smile. Look like a naughty kid being told yeah, off, like, like they... right, you, and it's like going... it look like they killed that 90-year-old footballer. <laughs> they should have a head for that, for the minute silence. Yeah, like Wurzel
1: Gummidge. Where's your, where's your minute silence head?
3: Oh, <laughs> I forgot know. it. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Some random phobias coming in. Zoe says she, she has a phobia of boy George. Mm-hmm. Ever since, I, ever since I was little? <laughs> what? What a random... Weird. Karen Jane says, my f- my son has a phobia of towels. He can't touch them and hates the texture. But he stinks.
6: What well, he must I'm... be just dripping wet. <laughs> yeah. Walking around the house. No, I'm a teenager. I don't like towels. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> having a them. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where
0: real music matters.